Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Sheffield United in the Premier League. Um, full time has just happened. Um, in order to watch this game, Premier the Premier League wanted to charge pay per view numbers of fifteen quid. Um, this time it was for one of the Liverpool games. Obviously, if you used common sense, you would have not watched it via pay per view. You would have watched it via illegal stream. Because how dare the FA and the Premier League charge 15 quid. But was the game worthy of a £15 if you was to pay for it? Well, we'll get into that. Um, we'll get into another contentious decision that happened. And about in our general play, um, how the Reds go on. So obviously, um, we've coming back after a win in Amsterdam against Ajax. Um, it was a very tough but professional, ugly, dirty win, whatever you want to call it. Um, kept a clean sheet. Fabinho's starting centre-back for the second time this season on in the Ajax game, and he was man of the match, personally. And um, it was just about con- keeping that consistency up, really. And, yeah. Uh, so we'll get into the lineup now. Um, in goal, he had Alisson. Left back Robinson, centre backs um, Gomez and Fabinho. Right back Trent Alexander Arnold. Your midfield three. Um, sorry, your midfield two: Henderson and Wijnaldum. Um, Firmino and the number ten, and up front Salah, Mane, and Jota. Yes, Salah, Mane, and Jota. So what does that mean? You've heard quite an attacking lineup, haven't you? Liverpool reverted from 4-3-3 and went to 4-2-3-1. Yes, Klopp has finally done it, eh? Which means Firmino doesn't have to actually play as a striker anymore. He can play in his natural position, the number 10 holding area. And it allows Jota to free roam and do his thing. And it was the lineup that made the most sense because Sheffield United had a back five. So in order to break a back five down, you must counter it with quite an attacking lineup. Um, obviously, you still had the absence of Thiago with that horrific knee, with that horrific tackle he suffered against Richarlison last week. So he is yet to make his Anfield debut. Um, I'm not even sure what's happened with Cater. I thought, I thought Cater had COVID and that he'd be fit again, but it might, it, it must be an injury. It must be an injury issue that happened on the international break. So we were missing Thiago, we were missing Cater. So our usual ball carriers in midfield was not there. So it kind of forced, maybe it kind of forced Klopp's hand to play four two three one. Um and yeah, obviously Allison is back. I'd even mention Allison. Um, thank God we don't have to deal with the antics of Adrian anymore. Allison recovered well ahead of time. It was told we were told we weren't going to see him until West Ham, but he was fit and ready to go for this game. Um, so thank you, Adrian, for your nonsense. But the evil you've done here is enough. <laughs> so so back to normal with Allison. Um, yeah, other than that, good lineup, and for Sheffield United, they started Brewster, 
who was making his first ever Premier League start against the team that sold him. So that must have been some emotional kind of attachment kind of thing. And I want Brewster to win. So um, obviously not during this game, but in life in general, because he's a good young kid on his shoulder and he's a natural goal scorer. And let's see what he can do at Premier League level because he's had these injury setbacks and all that, etc. But anyway, the game starts now. Liverpool on top. When I say on top, I mean dominant. Dominant, dominant. Like, the first the first chance came within four minutes. A through ball from Robertson. Sadio Mane, great off the ball run. That Robertson Mane telepathy is crazy. When Mane just knows how to time his run when Robertson's ready to give him that through ball. Gives him that through ball. Forces the keeper to come out of goal. Um, Mane is just outside the box, but is on the uh, on the channels, on the channels. So, the, but the keeper still comes out. Mane looks up. I'm not sure if he's short or if he meant to pass. I, in in real time, it looked like he was meant to shoot, uh, but in the replay, it looked like it was a pass. It, so the ball rolls and it looks like he's going in. Mane, I mean Salah is approaching this ball. He's trying to reach for it, but he's cut out just ahead of time. And then, yeah, Liverpool imposed themselves with set pieces. Um, we have a near-missed chance with, um, I think, Jota, I believe. Jota had a near-missed chance in the first half. And, yeah, Liverpool just preserving that dominance. And then, um, 15 minutes in, the first major controversial incident happens again. And it has to do with VAR again. Um... So yes, Sheffield United in the Liverpool area trying to break down Liverpool. Um, ball falls to Fabinho. He scuffs his clearance. Sheffield United on the ball again. They they pass it to McBurney. Fabinho tackles McBurney outside the box. Foot literally a yard, half a yard outside the box. He gets a toe poke to the ball. He wins it. Mike Dean. Blows for free kick. He blows for free kick. He clicked. Matt Fabinho clearly won the ball, and then and then VAR do a review about whether it's a penalty, and they're looking at it for from a penalty perspective, when it should have not even been a penalty. His foot was clearly a yard over the white line. If his foot was on the line when the tackle was made. Reward the penalty, but even then, Fabinho still won the ball. So what does VAR go ahead and do? Reward Sheffield United a penalty, yes. More of stupid bullshit officiating from the officials. At this point, I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting tired, I'm getting super tired of how many times are these officials, the FA, going to keep being incompetent? What is going on at Stockley Park? Why didn't Mike Dean go to the monitor to look at that one? He's allowed to go to the monitor. If if they are introducing referees promoting them to go to the monitor, why couldn't Mike Dean in that instance go to the monitor? He's the on-field referee. Again, it's left to a bullshit VAR referee who can clearly see that the ball was won outside the box. So where did this penalty come from? Absolutely ridiculous. I'm exhausted talking about the dumb officials. But yeah, penalty for Sheffield United. They score it. 1-0 Sheffield United. 
Totally against the run of play. Totally against the run of play. Um, it was the first time a penalty has been won for the opposition since Riyad Mahrez in 2018. So about a good two years. But there was a lot of time to play in the first half. There was a lot of time to play in the first half. So it was. It, there was no panic. But it did allow Sheffield United to kind of grow into the game. Um, but yeah, but Liverpool were looking... That, that intensity we had in the first seven minutes, it kind of faded away. We were playing a bit more progressive, but slow, with, but without the fluidity. Um, we were trying a lot of long balls that weren't going anywhere. Henderson long ball not going anywhere. Trent long ball ain't going anywhere. And it, we were just trying to figure it out, how to break down um, a, a team of five at the back, because it's not easy. And especially when you don't have a ball carrier like Thiago or a ball carrier like Keita or even like Oxlade-Chamberlain on your side. When the double pivot is Henderson and Wijnaldum, their jobs isn't to be ball carriers. But um, it was just about knocking on the door and trying to find an opening. And eventually we do find the opening. Um, lovely whipped ball in. Lovely, lovely cross from Henderson. The ball now, lovely ball from Henderson. Ball falls to Sadio Mane. He heads it. Ramsdale saves it. Ball falls to Firmino. He scores the rebound. Um, but I, it, I thought it was offside because the way he reacted, it was like, is that a goal? So I was like, is it? Yeah, is that? A, is that yeah? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a goal. It's a goal. Yeah. So that's what VAR has done now. It's made you unsure of whether you want to celebrate. But yeah, shout out to Firmino. Isn't that ironic that when you play him in his actual, actual position that he scored a goal at Anfield? Not this nine, false nine stuff. I know his role is different. It helps links the... It's a unique role. It helps links the wingers, Salah, Mane, score, um, etc. But with the introduction of 4-2-3-1, it, allow, it, it takes less pressure off Bobby now because now when he's in them situations to score... He can actually take it, as opposed to when he's doing the same thing, but he's being labelled. He's taking up, occupating the striker. He's occupating the. He's occupating um, the striker's role, um, and misses them chances. Then he's under criticism. But yeah, um, let's talk about Jota's link-up play. Jota's link-up play was very. His build-up play, sorry, his build-up play was very good in terms of creating attacks on the transition in the end that first half. But it was just about the final pass. Sometimes he'd under-hit it and it'd be a bit underwhelming. Um, well, what else? Um, Gomez, solid, solid first half. Growing into his natural self again. Growing to that Gomez of old that we know about. And that's the Gomez we like to see. Mm. Um, the only bad bit that happened, I think he had a little 1v1 one, one, one one situation where a, one of the strikers got the better of him. But he managed to keep Brewster quiet. Um, you rarely see Brewster. I don't, I don't even think Brewster had a shot on goal, really. Um, maybe the emotional attachment of playing at Anfield done something. Yeah, but yeah, that was the first half. It was 1-1. One, one. Um, it was 1-1. Um, I was... 
sorry, my mind went blank quickly. Um, yeah, it was okay-ish first half. Obviously, the aerial threat of Sheffield United was a problem in that first half because they were um, slightly imposing themselves on us and um, being creative, uh, being creative in the air. And that was the if we took away any aerial threat from Sheffield United, I always believed we could go on to win. Um, second half starts now, and it's kind of more or less like the back end of the first half where we're trying to impose ourselves again. Another glorious chance. This time, Trent Alexander-Arnold whips a lovely ball for Mo Salah. Um, he controls it. He shoots. He slots it bottom corner um, on the half volley. It was a beautiful goal. Unfortunately, it didn't count because it was offside. He was about half a yard offside. So that was a bit... Now I was gutted. I was gutted for Mo. I was gutted for Trent. Because he could have finally gotten, he could well, he he would have been his second assist of the season, and it would have been a lovely goal for Mo because he had been a slightly little bit quiet. Um, he had some other pot shots as well from just outside the box. Ball went over a couple times. Um, same with Sadio Mane, a couple pot shots that went over a couple times. Jota was the one imposing himself. What more like you started seeing him pro ball progressive play beating defenders. Um, Stay. He's 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 clever when he knows how to st- st- create the start of an attack. But the one thing Jota just needs to work on is refining those passes, refining those key key passes. Once he gets that in his locker, he's going to be world class. But it's his debut season and he starts for us. So obviously over time. He just the more you get used to the Liverpool way, the more you'll grow, um, and yeah, and then sh- they took Brewster off fifty four minutes. They brought on this Burke character on. Um, he was a little bit pacey. They 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 kind of had a half chance. He skinned past Fabinho Gomez, lovely reads the reads the situation well. Realized needs to cover his boy, um, blocks the shot. Um and then yeah, that all that is dealt with. And then Allison had a little bit of nightmare where he took a bit too long on the ball and then just about cleared it in time before he got tackled. And it was the same thing for Bino, a bit a little bit too long on the ball got tackled. Genie and Hendo a little bit too long on the ball got tackled. So it was it, we were kind of losing our way a little bit in terms of just not moving that ball quicker and Sheffield United were just hoping to pounce on that. Um and then eventually, after that disallowed goal, um, we had another chance. Um, Sadio Mane on the edge of the channel. He looks up. He crosses the ball in. Jota, Jota jumps, heads it past Ramsdale. 2-1 Liverpool. Deserved lead. Deserved lead because we rolled the storm a little bit from Sheffield United. And um, after that, we made two substitutions. We took off um, Jota and Firmino. Um, I'd say they Jota had an excellent game. Um, Firmino had an okay, okay game. He got the goal as well. Um, yeah, not really, not really much to complain about really. Milner comes on, Minamino comes on. Um, just to spike up those energy levels again and nullify any sort of chance for Sheffield United with sufficient game management. And with sufficient game management, we did it. We pulled, we pulled off the win. Finally, it was two games without a win in the Premier League. 
that bullshit decision with Everton last week, that should have rectified the W. But anyway, we move. We've now joint top of the league with Everton, um, even though they got a game in hand. But really, Liverpool should have been top of the league because of the whole VAR thing with Everton. But we move. We didn't let VAR take away three points from us this time, despite um, that contentious penalty decision. So it was excellent game management. And it was the kind of game that got us the Premier League title last season, where you got to grind out those tough wins. And it's hard to do it without fans. You have to realise there's a level playing field for everyone in the Premier League. That's why you're seeing these weird, weird results of everybody beating everyone because there's no fan factor. So home and away doesn't really quite feel the same. Um, It's probably as minimal reactions. The difference is maybe the travelling for away teams instead of the fans being like... Anfield atmosphere psychologically have an effect on you kind of thing. Um, so, yeah. But, all in all, man, my man of the match is Gomez. Um, my man of the match... No, sorry. My man of the match is either Gomez or Jota because they were both world-class today in their performance. I'd probably give it to Jota for securing the winning goal. But Gomez equally deserves it just for reading situations and cutting out any chances, keeping McBurney quiet, keeping Brewster quiet, keeping McGoldrick who came on quiet. So shout out to Gomez as well. And thank you God for Alisson. Alisson being back just assures your back line that you don't have to worry about any rash decisions Adrian would have made. That would have made your defence a bit on edge. This time it allowed our back four to keep composure. Because we would have had a clean sheet if it wasn't for that nonsense VAR decision. So, but that's just what champions do. You get the win. And now it's on to Midgillen on Tuesday. Um, It's now on to um, Midgillen on Tuesday. I suspect we will rotate. I think, I think Jota will start. But I think one of Mane or Salah will be on the bench. I think one of Mane and Salah will be on the bench. And I think Jot- I think Thiago will be back. I'm not sure what's happening with Keitar. Um I'm not sure what's happening with Matip either. Because he's now missed two games. Matip's now injured for one week. He's been injured for one week after playing one game. Um, so it might be a case of Fabinho and Gomez again. Hopefully they are not too fatigued. Um, and Robertson will probably start as well. And Trent. Um, yeah, I can't see. If there's going to be rotation, it might just be three changes maximum. So yeah, roll all in overall, roll on to, roll on, roll on um, Tuesday. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. Like, share, subscribe. And tune in on Tuesday night where I will give my review of um, the Champions League game. The games are coming thick and fast, so um, we are in unprecedented times. But So from, uh, from a fan perspective, it's great that you're seeing games rolling on and off. Hopefully it just doesn't take a toll on our players too much. So yeah, thank you guys for listening and all the best. Cheers.